And, and that is not to say that my friend Kanata Edwards is a big shot. He is a big deal, but he's not a big shot. And he joins us at Not of the Scribe on Twitter. CBSSports.com works with Gary Parrish and Matt Norlander on the Eye on College Basketball podcast, which is great, where they still discuss camel fighting and leaky black. Uh, all right, sir. Uh, I want to start with a heartwarming story, if you can. Uh, and well, I'm all for heartwarming. Yeah, we. Yeah. I mean, we should be. Uh, and yeah. it's uh, it might be stretching. Heartwarming might be doing a lot of heavy lifting here. I don't know. Um, Brandon Miller for Alabama's uh, freshman, a dynamic player and a top ten, top five, maybe and an NBA uh, prospect in terms of the draft. And unfortunately for him. He was in the wrong place and uh, <laughs> responded to a text request from a teammate named Darius Miles. Uh, hey, will you please go bring, will you please bring me my handgun? And that gun was used. Remember, it's not Miller's gun. That gun was used in the murder of, uh, what, a 23-year-old mother. And yeah. Nate Oates, the coach for Alabama knew about it, didn't do anything about it, and Miller has not missed time. In fact, he was a great player last night. I watched some of the game last night against South Carolina. He was unstoppable, 41 points, including the game-winning bucket in overtime. Uh, and I don't, like, I don't want to disparage the kid because it's not his decision to allow him to play. It was a bad decision to bring Darius Miles the gun, a horrible decision, which the head coach and the AD just went, ah, well, boys will be boys, I guess. Uh, so I'll uh, I'll leave it there and let you pick up uh, with the conversation. The problem, I, I have more, like you, I have more problems with the grown-ups yeah. than I do the kid. However, this is one of those scenarios where he had to have known the gun was in the car and it, it, depending on if you read the lawyer's statement, and the lawyer said that he never knew, but it, it's implausible that he that he never knew that gun was there because it was tucked in the back. It, again, according to the lawyer, according to Brandon Miller's lawyer, this gun was tucked in the back seat and hidden under some clothes and something like that. And the, at least if not the first text he didn't know, but the second time where he comes to bring him the gun. Yeah. He knew. I think that even if you are 19, even if you are 20, I think we all have this idea of, yo, you don't have to bring, like, the concept of saying no still exists if you're 19 or 20. There's a personal responsibility there that, for me, makes me really uncomfortable because it makes me question his Mm decision-making on this. Then we get to the Nate Oates part, and then we get to... Tuscaloosa PD, possibly, where this is, like, unfortunately, this is Brandon Miller. We're talking about a top five, like you said, top five, top ten draft prospect in this this upcoming loaded draft. We're also talking about probably the freshman of the year in Alabama. If this happens in November and not January, we're probably looking at this differently. But we're talking about someone, we're talking about at least the school enabling him. If not other factors enabling him. And if you want any kind of any kind of proof that sometimes these cops look the other way, go look at Waco and Art Browse. 
<laughs> so right, like I, I, I feel very uncomfortable because this kid should have at least, even if it's not for he might have been involved, it should have. If there's a way you could have suspended him for a game because you're up, you're up three, four games in the SEC, and you could have suspended him and been like, hey, look, we're not going to call it what it is. It's double secret probation, whatever, what have you. We'll call it some kind of unknown thing. Oh, you were late to class. And our code of conduct says you can't be late to class or something like that. You just lie to us. But instead, you lie the other way, and it only benefits you. So at this point, like, I look at someone like Nate Oates, who, mind you, just got a contract extension mm-hmm. two, three weeks ago. Yeah. I look at him kind of funny. I look at the AD kind of funny. I look at everybody kind of funny. And it's just, at this point, all we're doing is rubbing salt in the wound of a family, Jamia Harris's family. Who I, and the father, who I believe just just released a article and just talked to Alabama.com about how this is just hurting them even more. So all this recklessness and this, a lot of this could have been avoided if we had just decided, you know what, we're going to be responsible adults. Yeah, again, I I agree with you. Like in in all in all areas here, it to me it's it's about the adults. Greg Byrne, the AD at Alabama. Nate Oates, the head coach, and Nate Oates' statement where, yeah, he was in the wrong place. Wrong, well, what, what are you talking about? He, he, he delivered what ended up being the murder weapon to a teammate. By the way, they had no, I mean, for obvious reasons, they had no problem just immediately kicking Darius Miles off the team. Yeah. They removed themselves from Darius Miles so fast. Not that Darius Miles, by the way, played in the NBA. There's no there's no relation uh, between those two because when I first I'm like wait a second Darius Miles uh, is there some relation there There's no relation between uh, those two guys So look I I, I want to move off from this topic But to me the whole I was stunned especially when Nate Oates came out and he said I want to walk this back Good luck And didn't not well, well well Adam He didn't walk it back. He said maybe it was misunderstood. Right. He did not walk that back. <laughs> right. Let's, let's, let's stop that right now. He said essentially in that second statement, maybe you misunderstood me. No, no, we didn't. So that like we got to remember that part. He didn't walk anything back. He thought we misunderstood. All right, let's get to uh, some other college basketball with uh, my friend Not of the Scribe at Not of the Scribe on Twitter. Uh, so I know that Gary and Matt have discussed this, and I know you guys have probably <laughs> talked about it. The ACC is not vintage. It is not a classically great year, nor was last year. Um, but did you realize that both North Carolina State and UNC had identical wins yesterday as they each picked up quad three victories? Yeah, well, well, yeah. well, well. Know, Wake, Wake is unfortunately Wake is is a quad three victory due to basically not enjoying to shoot themselves in the foot. And um, Notre Dame, if they had any sort of rebounding, like we would be talking about the eulogy of U, the UNC basketball team right now. Correct. Um, but they're both quad three wins. They are. They are. They are. Did, and, did they did they seem the same to you? Um. See, this is a loaded question. Thank and you. I know what you're. I know where you're going with this. I do know where you, they don't seem the same. To, they don't seem the same. They're not the same. Right. But at the same at, at the same point, I do like. I really do want to respect Wake here, but at the same point, they have shot themselves so much in the foot, and unfortunately, 
this, this goes into the larger topic I know you want to talk about, which is the ACC, and it makes it so hard to give them the benefit of the doubt when we have all these ACC teams that are willingly shooting themselves in the foot either by non-conference scheduling and or losing games that they shouldn't. Hello, Virginia. And at yeah. some point, it becomes a point. It becomes one of those things like, I understand that we don't necessarily expect 18 to 22-year-olds to handle their business, but at some point, you got to handle your business. you got to handle the light work. And this conference, for better or worse, through, through the lack of non-con scheduling, not getting creative with non-con scheduling, like a lot of this are self-inflicted problems and mm -hmm. not necessarily just a metrics problem. So let me ask this question because, well, I, actually, I think, unfortunately, it is a metrics problem because we have five horrifically bad teams in the league, and it doesn't take that much to drag the uh, the overall metric down a little bit for, like, the ACC. Virginia plays, at best, two home quad one games. That's it. Because there's only two other teams that, if you get on your floor, would be quad one wins, and that's temporary, probably, as Miami and Duke are the only two. Miami is 27th, Duke is 30th, so we're not even that far from both of those being quad two wins. That would sort of be unfair for Virginia to have, like, no home home game <laughs> quad one. And, and, it, and it's entirely based on... Those on that metric on the on the net, which I know is a lot of different factors and all that, but I'm saying that the bottom of the league drags the rest of the league down enough to where all of these numbers ultimately are skewed. Um, I, I don't I don't disagree with you, but I also think that this is one of those. Yeah, but you knew that this was going to be a problem. Like the, a lot of these schools knew that this was going to be a problem, and. Even if you don't feel bad, even if you try to excuse the historically bad season that we're having in Louisville, like Kenny Payne should have gotten on his grind. Like you start looking at some of these schools, specifically mm -hmm. Missouri and Dennis Gates, that went out there, got on their grind, got yeah. into the transfer portal, got better in one year. So, like I, when you see teams like Missouri and recruiting to Missouri and essentially using your NIL deal to get players in there, it kind of rings hollow that you can't necessarily recruit to Atlanta using NIL money. No, I'm not. You're not going to do, I, I think that's where I'm at. That, that's where I'm at with, like, these teams being historically bad. Right. It, it, it is what it is. Uh, but, but so Louisville being historically bad is Louisville being bad. Florida State being out of nowhere. I mean, the, the way that that program has been Florida over State the last decade. Case, I can't Florida State, like I Florida State has a case though because Florida State got screwed by the NCAA over Bob Miller, like point blank period. Right, that kid should have sat a game or two, not sixteen games. Florida State has a case to where yo, you guys kind of you guys kind of hosed us and screwed up our season well before we even had a chance. So right. I will give Florida State the, the benefit of the doubt. Right. On that. But this there isn't even that don't deserve it. But it's not even about individual uh, teams at this at you know at the bottom of the league. Um, yeah. The they Louisville, Florida State, Georgia Tech, Notre Dame, Boston College being bad should not reflect poorly on Wake Forest, Clemson, Pitt. You know, UNs, it shouldn't reflect poorly on them. But unfortunately, because of the way the sport is run at this point, it does. 
And that's the, and and so I played this mental exercise earlier, and I want to ask you an NBA thing. Uh, so we're going to have to get through this quickly, so I can get have time to do this. Um, if Georgia loses to Missouri, a four and six Missouri team in like the second week in November, right before they have a game against I don't know Kennesaw State, and then their closing game against Georgia Tech. If Georgia were to go to Missouri and lose to a four and six team, how would the SEC media talk about it? Well, it's funny you mention that. Now, now, question in this thought exercise, and I hate to ask, answer a question with a question: Have they beaten Alabama yet? No, have they had. They, they didn't Alabama play Alabama yet. because they're waiting until the end of the season to play Alabama. Oof, that's a, the SEC media w- would have spun it. Would, would, uh, you know what? Your thought exercise worked because they would they would have spun it. You're right about that. S- oh, so deep. As deep as, oh. deep as <laughs> oh man, it's a minefield. Every day you take your uh, you take your you know your uh, your record in your hands. I don't want to make more out of it than it is. So Virginia loses to Boston College, and because we're practical people who cover the ACC, a lot of people said it. What a bad look it was for the ACC. I actually think, if anything, it's just a bad look for Virginia. Why does that reflect on NC State? Why does that reflect on Duke or uh, or Miami? It's just a Virginia issue. It's not anybody else. Well, so that's my problem, is that we look at that and we go, oh, man, what the ACC really is down. I'm like, what does that have to do with anything? Well, and, and to be fair, and you have plenty of evidence, because like, if we're really honest about this, Virginia's been teetering for a little bit. They almost became the Clemson. Remember, now, now mind you, of the losses that they had, you'd much rather look a loss to BC than I don't know Louisville, which almost happened. I know. Oh no, oh, no, no, no question about it. They were trailing for the first thirty minutes of that game. They were down to Louisville. We're all going. What is going on uh, with UVA? Let me ask you uh, one NBA thing, uh, my friend Kanata Edwards. And by the way, the NBA returns. To the courts tonight after the uh, after the All Star break, and we'll talk again about the association down the road. Uh, and I, you and I, may have talked about this already. Kevin Durant no longer with the Brooklyn Nets. Same with Kyrie Irving, and I'm not sure that they are not better today as a team than they were then. And I look at their too deep, if you will. Spencer Dinwiddie, Mikhail Bridges, Cam Johnson, Dorian Finney-Smith, Nick Claxton, Ben Simmons, Cam Thomas, Joe Harris, uh, Patty Mills, Seth Curry, uh, Edmund Sumner. They've got 10 or 11 legit players on their team. They do. They just lack a center. The problem The problem with what they're going to – they're going to be similar to what Toronto is. They may be a better experiment, which is – what if four of the five guys we threw out there were six steps, six three to six nine, and then the other guys the center? Right. Like they're an interesting experiment into what that's going to be. Now, mind you, they're also in a position to where if you have a young star or you have a disgruntled young star, they might have just enough assets in the summer to where they may be one of those spots that's like, okay, all I got to do. If you're a young star, all I got to do is score. Everybody else can defend. Everybody else can shoot. That means the pace, the space is the space is going to be there. Like they're a very interesting experiment. I want to see what happens with them because if they actually stay top six, that's a very intriguing destination this summer. Because someone's going to be like, look, 
I'm going to have a really, really good coach in Josh Vaughn, who probably should have been the coach the whole time. I'm going to have a whole bunch of guys that will do the dirty work and defend. And all I'm missing kind of is a center. But for right now, I think they're going to be at least in the playing. Mm-hmm. And for rebuilding everything on the fly in the way that they have, yo, you can't really ask for much more than that right now. And they, I think they have pieces. I think they could be dangerous in the East. I know they don't have enough size. Uh, they're going to – Nick Claxton better stay out of foul trouble. That's, 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 that's all I got. Or just play Ben Simmons at center. They don't need him to do anything else. Well, we, you could have stopped it. They don't need him. I know. I've been saying that for how long? Yeah, no, no. I'm giving – you were right on that one. And <laughs> hey, look, I've, you were it's right. – it's uh, it's for me. It's always been if you can't shoot, you can't help, uh, or if you or if you refuse to shoot. We actually don't even know if he can't shoot or not. Yeah. He just refuses. Uh, Kanata Edwards at Nada the Scribe on Twitter, my friend. I appreciate your time. Absolutely, we got to talk about spring training next time too. All right, you got it. We'll do it. All right, man. You got it. Take care, Nada. Appreciate his time.